Welcome to the Bankhouse Media Podcast. I am your host, Matthew Toman, the founder of Bankhouse Media. On this podcast, we're going to give you some tips and advice from our experiences that will help your business thrive in this digital age. We will also be speaking to fellow business owners who will talk about exactly how they grew their business online, got through their hardest times, and how they turned a profit. I am also going to introduce you to some of the Bankhouse Media team who will share their knowledge and hopefully add even more value to your business. Thank you so much for listening and don't forget to like, share and subscribe. Today we have in with us Robert Giffney. Um, I was at a talk last week, I was on the panel for it and Robert was also on it as well and he spoke just before um, the panel kicked off and he had a really great story and I, I actually had asked him at the time, look, could we meet up and we, we caught up for a coffee and we sort of seen a lot of synergy between us and I sort of thought, I'd, I asked him, would you consider coming in and having a chat with us about the podcast, on the podcast, just about your story, about your experience and about your business that you set up. So thank you so much for coming in, Robert. Thank you for having me. So we'll probably just start with going back to you know where you're from. Yes. Um, and if you want, just let let us know whereabouts you're from. Yeah, Dublin, born, reared in Dublin, Drumcondra. Very good. And now you're you've got yourself you've got a barbershop, you've got a clothing line, you've got various yes. different things going on. But um, bring us back to like whenever you were in school. You know what did you did you t- just tell us about your school experience? Did you enjoy it? Is it something that you you like? <laughs> a tricky one. Um, school wasn't really for me unfortunately and I know I say unfortunately but it's just that's kind of what was driven into me from the time when I was in school it was kind of given to you more that education was key and without education you kind of don't have anything or you won't succeed so for me being creative it was kind of a bit of a a stumbling block you're given right from the start which I realized then further down that it isn't key like it's not it doesn't define what you do in success yeah, in business or anything like that yes but at the start i suppose skill time it was difficult it, it's just it's not even that it's hard for me to learn or anything like that it's just it wasn't for me i wasn't interested in it like, i was actually just about to ask do you think it's just that you had absolutely no zero interest, interest <laughs> in it i mean i can read it i read a book or i'd read a page whatever it just doesn't want to go in i have no interest yeah. in it like what about like art or anything like that art i'm good at art i'm good at creative i'm good at design i'm good at music so yeah i hear things differently and i'm kind of in school though did you get the opportunity to be creative with art to be creative with music. I did art but to in school it's kind of and especially back then even I think we're we've adapted more now to mm. kind of play up to strengths and kids like that where they're I, creative I, actually, I know I don't even think so yet I actually think like I have my own opinions on the education system yeah. in, a, in a whole um I also left school at 16 I ran out the door I couldn't, yeah. couldn't wait to leave yeah um I didn't really find anything even creative in school the one thing I did like whenever I was doing my GCSEs it was a business module and I was like oh Oh my yeah. god i want to learn this yeah and i'd done it but i just thought it was i actually thought it just fell short and they're probably teaching the same business module yeah i would i would say it's not it's not far off so whenever you so after school then um like do you come from a, an educated family like they are yeah they're all educated there's i have five brothers and two sisters it's a big family and they're all educated they're into into stuff like that i was kind of a little bit of a freak or a little bit of a <laughs> they, they they didn't understand me as in I, I'm not into sport either so I mean I have five brothers they're all into sport they're all brilliant at football and golf and whatever like so I'm just there like being into drawing or creative or music so they didn't really get me skilled and get me home didn't get me so from the jump like I'm 
I'm automatically so considered. What, what, where, where did you where did you find yourself then? Like, did like, you have did you have creative friends? Or um, not even that I had creative friends. I kind of didn't even go down the the route of being creative or even expressing kind of creative until kind of I was older or more kind of mature in life. I kind of just rode the wave and like I I ran out of school at fifteen sixteen. My father had his own business, so I pretended I wanted to be a plumber. <laughs> he's he owns a plumber business so I pretended I wanted to be a plumber just to get out of school I knew it was a way out did that and it, it, that I realized it wasn't really for me I just did it just to get out of school so I eventually then end up working in a showroom which is selling cougars and fires whatever like sales so from that then I kind of more then I kind of found who I was really like even the sales part I didn't mind I was doing even something that wasn't necessarily something that I hated like or yeah. so eventually then I got into design and yeah. I studied fashion design so at that stage did you think right okay I'm going to go back to school now or what did it's no I never wanted to go back to school and that's the thing that maybe put me off I always wanted to, to say do design and do something that was creative but everyone was telling me you can't go back to college you can't do that because you have no leave insert so it all just went stemmed back to school then so I was always haunted from the fact of was never good enough at school so I'm never going to be able to do something that I want to do or even further it's insane that that is that is that's still people's mindset though it's the in a lot like you it's, know I got um three c's and four d's in my gcse's and I can remember um ringing my best mate and I was like oh my god I got four three c's and four d's which I thought was brilliant yeah because I hadn't studied I, I got two a's wow that's unreal <laughs> and I'm an idiot <laughs> so he he got three c's and four d's and he was disgusted with his results, right? He's yeah. like, I absolutely, he was disgusted with it and I was delighted and I, he couldn't understand how I was delighted and I was saying, it gets us into the course we want to yeah. do because I end up going and doing refrigeration just like you done plumbing. It's yeah, weird. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I end up doing that. But so whenever, um, so what was your first, so your first job then was in the sales and then... First job in the sales, whatever. And then I moved, I realized I kind of tried to take it into my own hands then so I figured there has to be something out there that I could do because this wasn't gonna last like it, it wasn't something that I wanted to do so I researched and I found I could go to college and do study fashion design you just had to pay for it. yeah so that was what I did then so I worked hard got a bit of money up went really? to college it was the first time in my life I was like in a classroom with like-minded people like they you were, wanted to do, you wanted to, I you chose to be there I skipped into yeah. college every morning I couldn't believe it. I was like this is what people to be giving out about going so, to college so what was um, so what was that was that course like full time or what was it full time yeah it was full time yeah. course it was um, on Dominic Street in Portobello okay. Institute and from that I got a day's internship, I think a day or two unpaid internship in Michael uh, H, which was a fashion house, a big fashion house okay. in Ireland at the time. Like they were in Ireland and everything like that. But I got a day or two, I think, unpaid up there and I went up there. Couldn't believe it. Like I loved it. I was around designers and factory workers and everything like that. And I could see th things being taken from scratch and made into a garment. Like I loved it. And so from there then, they asked me would I stay on. And do two weeks. So I went back down to the college and we had a chat with the college or whatever and they said I could do that. Did that. Then they asked me, it, we had a meeting or whatever and they brought the college up and they said that they would give me a job as an assistant designer. Brilliant. If the college would allow it. Okay. 
So I still, it was the first time I was ever in college. It was the first piece of paper I was ever going to get out of education. Like, yeah, so yeah, I yeah. wanted to complete the college course. So, so did they want you to like leave college and then go and take yeah, a job? Yeah, yeah. Which then at that time, like as well, it's like I have a job that I love. This yeah, I love yeah, this. Yeah. Like so, will I? Won't I? But yeah. it's the first time as well. I'm I can get a piece of paper from so school what, that I love. What, what did you do then? We had a meeting and we figured then that I would go and take the job, and I would be allowed then. It was on the way home. I'd walk by college, so yeah. I'd pick up my college work, go home and do that, drop that in in the morning before work, go to work, and then keep do that brilliant. every day. So. I did so it until I got, and I got it, I got the cert anyway at the end. And God, that's brilliant. So that's great. So that brings you up. So at this point, like, what did, what was your family thinking at that point? Because you'd obviously left school and like, you, you yeah, I, I I think it was the first time maybe they realized, all right, maybe you can do something. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Because in my family, I'm known as Phelan. That is my name because I okay. fail at everything. Oh so my God. it was kind of the first time that I'd done something that was... Well, that's brilliant. Pat in the back. So at that point, right, so you're working as a, um, in fashion design yes. and you finally saying, oh my God, I'm, I'm going the right direction here. Yeah. So what what, ha- what was the next stage then or what happened next? The next stage was I was always cutting hair. I had always mm-hmm. done that. I actually, I took a year out before that and I went and lived in Spain. I worked in a bar before I did mm-hmm. that. So that kind of, I got that out of my system and yeah. had a bit of fun and everything like that. And I learned a lot over there. But I got it out of my system, so I was ready to work. So when yeah. I, I started the fashion or whatever, it was, I loved it. And it was something that I could do and even see maybe a future in it. So I then, I was cutting hair. I'd been cutting hair all my life, kind of growing up for friends, brothers, sisters. And I didn't realize. Were you self-taught or? Self-taught, yeah. And I didn't realize that I was, I was even doing it or good at it. It was just mm. something that people would ask me to do and I'd do it. Yeah. So then from the fashion kind of, you'd be looking at photo shoots and you'd be on things like that and you'd see that there'd be barbers or hairdressers and makeup artists and stuff like that. And I'd be like, I'm, I wanted to be all rounded. I wanted yeah, to be yeah, able yeah. to have a bit of everything now because I'm in my genre. Like I love what I'm doing. So I ended up then I researched and I found that I could do a barbering course. Brilliant. That's like in the evolution of success is a girl I featured in called Sonia Ricotta. Uh, Sonia. And she, actually says all the time like the clues are everywhere yeah they're all around you yeah. you know so you're like cutting your brother's hair and you're yeah. just thinking nothing of it you're like oh all right i'll do it yeah. hurry up let's go and then next thing you know that you don't realize that's going to be your career yeah, yeah. you know when it, whenever you went to college i ended up doing um i went to uh, film i went to film an acting class and that's how i ended up becoming a producer because yeah. i was sort of in front of all the camera and then i was looking at what's going on behind there and i was thinking i like that i like yeah. that i like yeah. that and then I didn't realize that, that that's now where I am and that's yeah. now what my, my job, my life is, you know? No, it's mad when you can pick up something like that from what you thought you loved. Yeah. You end up doing something even better than what you... And, you know, now with the podcast and with the evolution of success and different things, I'm back in front of the camera, but yeah. it's kind of on my own terms yeah, and I really yeah. like it. You you're know in what control mean? of it. And much, it's, much you're more, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Much, much more. But yeah, from that, I suppose I started the barber. Mm-hmm. You can't, I, I didn't think, I, I wasn't in the barber, barber industry, so I didn't know how you could get a job at doing barbering or what was the next step. So I took a course so that I could meet people maybe. And from the course, I got a job with the people that ran the course in their barbershop. Okay. So they obviously like spot Unpaid again. So yeah, the same as the yeah. fashion thing. And I loved it. It's like... Yeah. I'd work every hour God sent like because I'm doing something I loved. Whenever I, I was on unemployment and I was working for a production company just 
producing feature films for them and driving around the country. And at that point, I had like less money than I ever had in my yeah. entire life. Like my whole life, I was the least amount of money I'd ever had. But it was genuinely the happiest I yeah, ever was. Yeah. I, I would have done anything for same, that company. Same as me. Anything. Like, yeah, I know no. you need you need money to make it the world around. And we needed to get up out of bed and to get on with the day. Well, that, that, I, I ended up then saying to them, look, I... I need I need to pay bills yeah. like what do I do you know I have to and you know for me I was never able I was never going to get a job working for somebody at the level that I wanted to work as yes so I had to open my own company you know yeah. so you ended up then working for this company then learning barber learning barber and got then in touch with another guy and worked for him for over two years he was brilliant he kind of taught me the backbone of what it was mm-hmm. um out in Bayside and something like he taught me I suppose what it was to be in business for Barber mm-hmm. because he was kind of he was young like me and he was only yet to setting up his own business so together we kind of built it and we we had fun while doing it and it, it it wasn't it was the first time I kind of worked where it wasn't strict and to be creative was yeah. applauded like it yeah no that that's definitely it and it's something that I do try to create with the guys in the office as well just like be creative and just you know as that, yeah. that just go wild with it. it it was the and he was the first person i suppose that would like st- stand do what you do like show me what you do like he yeah, it was yeah, the yeah. first time someone's not afraid to put their faith in you and stuff like that and that 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 means a lot like so you ended up then at this point you were starting to see all these clues coming in you're like right okay i've been creative i've now you do the the college would have built confidence i would say college would have built because i was really people <laughs> say i'm a confident person i'm actually a shy person and i actually I have confidence, but where people would assume that because I'm confident, I'm cocky. Yeah. I'm the total opposite of it. I'm actually like, I'm a quiet person. I'm a shy person. So yeah. on when I go home, I'm not a, a loud, mad person or whatever like that. Yeah. So from what people see from the outside looking in when you're in the shop and stuff like that, like I'm actually the total opposite of that. So it did. It, g- it gave me confidence to go to college or to even to be doing something that people now were taking notice of. Yeah. Where I've never had that. So essentially now, right, you are a business owner right now. You've ended up coming from leaving school to now running your own business and yeah. employing people, which is brilliant. Yeah. So whenever, how did, what was the next move then? What was the next step? The from? next move was I actually went from working with that shop out in Sutton to a brand, a big chain, a barbershop actually got in touch with me and asked me would I go and help them open up a shop. And it wasn't something that I wanted to do because I loved where I worked out in Sutton. Mm-hmm. It was actually really hard for me, but it, it was, there was two sides of me pulling. I wanted to actually go and see what it was like to work for a chain. I had never done that mm-hmm. before. And I decided to take it. We had a chat, me and the chap that we worked at in Sutton and I took it. I'm delighted that I took it mm-hmm. because I only was there for about four months, helped them set up this shop. It was, I learned the most that I probably ever learned in business and it was what not to do. Oh, really? Yeah. I could not believe. <laughs> it's It taught me a lot of what not yeah. to do. So I had been learning off this chap out and so of what to do, how to treat people right. That's probably the most important when you start, especially small businesses, is yeah. how to treat people, how to treat staff. Customer how to, service. It's so important. Yeah, yeah. So, well, that's it. Like, we've never really spent money on advertising. It's all yeah, word of mouth. I never did either, ever. Yeah. Over-deliver. We over-deliver on every single job. 
as well uh, we'll touch on that maybe when we move forward on when I started up the business but yeah it's it's so important yeah I can't wait to talk about that because some of the things you said the other week I thought was really interesting on how you've done it yeah but um yeah so look but, the main thing the main reason why I sort of wanted to bring you yeah. on is to show that people it's it's what I sort of keep focusing on all the time it's like you don't have to be educated to have your own business well or be happy yeah like, but that's job. exactly it like it, education is not going to be key on mm. how successful you are within business and I mean, Ireland is at the forefront of change. Yeah. Dublin, I think, is probably one of the most exciting cities. Oh, referendum central. You can't open your eyes and there's a poster but, up about something. And, and some maybe agree, you don't agree with whatever. But yeah. subsequently, they filter down to affect our business and yeah. our impact our business, which yeah. has in turn has helped me a lot has helped small business has yeah. helped like i mean the the coffee shops the places that open up in dublin now like i mean i know i think it's one of the best cities in europe i love it i, I just came back from la and every time i come back from la i'm always thinking right that's it i'm moving straight back out there because i love it yeah but whatever happens the opportunity here is insane i like, loved la yeah. i loved it but yeah. there's so much opportunity in dublin there's so, right much opportunity. so much opportunity in europe and we've actually We've learned how to embrace change, yeah, which is important. So, right, you're the next stage is you're like the next. If we just talk, the next about change was I, I left that company <laughs> and <laughs> I went back and actually worked for that shop, yeah, for another year, and then this opportunity came up of the shop. Yeah, I had only been working part time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the opportunity came up f- for the shop, which from the jump I was nervous. Mm. I'm now back in my head thinking you're an idiot, you can't do that, and you're not educated. How are you going to run a business? Yeah. But with the help of ICE, ICE were brilliant yeah. for that. I we, needed have, we have like a mutual um, connection with a company called Inner City Enterprise. Um, ICE is what it is, and that's how we actually met. Um, I think I speak about them all the time, and I know you do as well. Every single radio yeah. interview article, it's all about them. Because without ICE, I, I'll actually do a podcast with Shane, to be yeah. honest, at some point, or Van. But we end up, um, we both got our, helped get our businesses set up and back on the road to like, employing people and, and doing whatever we loved so we always give them a shout out they're absolutely amazing um, i'll leave their website details below in this somewhere and you can check them out if you're in um dublin city center or inner city i'm not sure what areas to cover yeah. but um, all north dublin i think and south like i was yeah, Is it? All yeah. Over, yeah. Right, so okay. they look after loads of people about getting their businesses off off the ground and out working again so it's brilliant and when we actually had that talk last week that we were mm-hmm. at for young entrepreneurs and young people entrepreneurs, aspiring yeah. to do it that's what I was saying. We were having a chat off camera at the yeah. end then. Be a sponge. Learn yeah. from these people. Like these people are here to help. Be a sponge. Yeah. A girl actually messaged me on LinkedIn this morning from last week. Yeah. Um, she messaged and said, thank you so much for last week. And she wanted to send me something over. I had I said, a chat Brilliant. with a few of them, which they seem really eager. And it's great to Two see. Two people like, came up and asked for internships. Yeah. Came up straight away. They were like, can I be an intern with you? I don't want money. I don't want anything. And I said, look, send me in all of your portfolio. Yeah. Send me in your stuff. And, you know, I, I'm not sure if this. I give Leanne's email address. We'll have to check with her. But, you know, they do send all the stuff in and they are brilliant. It's brilliant. But Inner City Enterprise do a lot for anybody who's looking to start a business and come through so you got your business started so you opened the doors you're like right okay I'm started open the doors and nervous was not even i was up to 100 like <laughs> um <laughs> i remember the first day i think i actually had three or four people we'd never advertised that and we were actually late opening it was supposed to be open before we were supposed to open before christmas but we never opened until the end of january but um we opened anyway first week 
tough. Uh, still, you're a bit excited and nervous. So that kind of part, once that kind of faded off, it would get to then. We I used to open ten to six in the evening, and some days one person would come through the door, and that could be at ten to six in the evening. So I'd be standing there from ten until ten to six. It does kill you a bit, like and yeah. I would have a bit of faith in what I what I'm doing, or mm. even inside, even if I'm not showing it, but it would kill you. I'd go home, brothers and sisters would say to you, like, what would happen? What happened today? Did you have anyone <laughs> in today? And I'm like one person and they're like do you think it's time that maybe Phelan like mm. gave up or whatever and stuff like that and I'd be like no I I have to yeah. do this held in there for a few months and my key and what I always was trying to drill home from the start was I was always aware I was building more than just a barbershop I wanted to build a brand mm. so it was important from not just the haircut customer service getting the name out there yeah. how I represented myself yeah, I, I love I love all of your marketing media. stuff. So like, we'll go through that after a while. But like, in a minute. But see, whenever what you're talking about, it's people saying, "So, have you got any jobs now?" We hit the ground running yeah. as well. The first day we got a booked a job, but then you're just looking for growing and, and yeah. trying to bring in work. It still happens with us all the time. We put out pitches and we're up competing against people, and yeah. we, we lose them. And you think why? And yeah. and then the ones you win, you're like, brilliant, let's go. So um, it's great, but. I, I look when it with no I starting off we're pretty much the same open the doors no marketing no. budget whatsoever yeah. no budget <laughs> I thought yeah. I, no budget whatsoever but I thought your marketing what you talked about last week the various different marketing things you've done because yeah. of just talk about uh, tell us just about like where your location was and what you've done for like what you, was the best way to get your name out there at the time we are in North Dublin we're in Glasnevin so we're literally we couldn't be in a better spot we're at the top of Griffith Avenue on Moby Road mm-hmm. on an island in the middle of the road so it kind of sets you apart it's a cool little location Glasnevin is actually a really up and coming cool Area, the whole so. city's just moved out Stony Bad really cool. keeps going some uh, really cool places and yeah, coffee yeah. shops and places like that open but from the start then no marketing budget no budget for anything it was just me in the shop which I worked for the first year by myself but I, I wanted to kind of be a little bit different as well and how I kind of market myself I come from my as I said my dad ha- has his own business and his motto is he has company cars and business leaflets there can't be a spare inch left on the car on the leaflet without your logo your writing telling them where you are what you do and I kind of kind of wanted to come from a different approach because we're at a different time like if a leaflet comes through the door I curl the leaflet up and put it in the bin I don't want to read it there's too much on it there's too much color there's too much happening so I decided I would come out with a business card and make it it was just plain navy dark navy and there was just our logo is we have a moustache like mm-hmm. i'll show you in a minute but we have a moustache and i wanted to do that it's just plain navy on the business card and the little moustache was silver and it had a reflection on it mm-hmm. so i actually dropped the leaflets or the business cards only to one area to one housing estate and i thought if you throw them through the door the little moustache would reflect at you so you'd want to pick it up You'd be more intrigued because it's so small. It's yeah, like, I wanted what it. Is yeah. What is this? Is Keep you guessing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And all it said on the back was the name, the location, and I had then the social media. So yeah. it was up to you to search or to even wonder what it was. Yeah. So that actually did work out. We had a lot from that housing estate actually within the first few months intrigued on what it was and yeah. stuff like that. As well, we made up, uh, I made wristbands. Yeah. So we did them... Um, 
and I always thought it people used to say to me oh that's like real genius like yeah um, you're a wristband <laughs> or it's real different and stuff like that but in my head it was people would come buy the wristband but they're doing the marketing for me because now they're ultimately they're walking around with the name of my shop on their wrist so it's like people well, are that, that's it like you ended up so it ended up growing you end up going well so what else wristbands t-shirts jumps. t-shirts phone covers Everything. If there, if there was something, ja, um, so tell us what hoodies, they all are. Tell t-shirts, all are, right? shorts, everything. The um, gym wear. Um, what there was, was a gym wear range actually. What about the backpacks? Backpacks. There's backpacks. there was sports bags. There was a, a gym right Every season we kind of. I never wanted to show my cards all at once. So yeah, uh, yeah. even when I started off, we actually uh, we brought out our own uh, product range yeah. and stuff like that. But I didn't want to do it right from the start. It was every year I tried to do something yeah. different so that it'd keep people interested rather than... So your shop is beside... Is it DCU? DCU. Yeah, so whenever... So you obviously then were getting students going around with like your t-shirt on, your backpack on, yes. your wristband on. And at that point, were you seeing people like wanting them? Or how did, how did that go? Because... It you, kind of kicked off. We had... It, it so happened that I ended up making friends with one group of lads which ended up being probably the success of how it happened. They they were the ones that put the name out there and were shouting it and wearing T-shirts and wearing bands and getting people on board and everything like that. So a lot of the success, I suppose, was down to, it was nearly all down to the customers. But this one bunch of lads were a great bunch of lads and they ended up becoming friends. And So how were you doing this then? So you were like getting paid for doing haircuts and then you were reinvesting the money in? Getting paid for doing haircuts and then, no, because it, it even, that's why I tried to do it, started after, it would be two years. I, th- I think it was the second year that we came out with the first set of t-shirts. So any profits that we were making, I was pumping back into the company. Yeah, I think that's So I do it that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and that to me was... Made sense. More of an achievement for me. Yeah. Anything I, I have done has never been for the money. It was the first time I was able to stand on my own two feet. I'm able to mix now cutting the hair with a passion of design and doing yeah. clothes, doing... I yeah. was in my element, so... Well, everything was coming together, and it's weird, because even, like, whenever I'd done refrigeration, I couldn't understand. I was like, what am I... What skills am yeah. I bringing from here? But it was managing a team, you know, learn how to communicate with managers, yeah. learn all communication skills, all, like, skills that I use now every day. But um, we were both um, we were both nominated for Entrepreneur of the Year yeah. back in when was it 2015? Would it have been that long ago? Yeah, or maybe 2016. Yeah, it was 2016 maybe. Yeah, 2016. So we were both nominated with another guy, three of us. You won. Yeah, I came second. <laughs> I came, well, there is no Stop. second place. Yeah, give but over we, end up, we end up won. Um, Bankhouse won most innovative business of 2015. It must have been because yeah. we won most innovative business. But I can remember whenever I got shortlisted. Um, all, all my friends and everybody working with me were like, oh my God, you're definitely going to win this. Yeah. So I was there going, who, I was like a van, who else has been nominated? Yeah. So whenever I looked into your stuff, I was like, I'd said to my mom and everything, I'm definitely not going to win. I was like, this guy is like doing such cool stuff. I had no confidence in the fact I was going to win at oh, all. Like I, all everybody around me was saying, I know you're going to win. See, we had just... Um, I didn't even bring anyone with me. I think I brought my dad because I was just that like, was, was there's good. no way I'm letting them all come and see Phelan <laughs> at his best. Like. That was unreal. So, well, we end up doing, on the night we end up going and that was actually a big turning point for me that whole night because whenever we had, uh, whenever we ended up... Um, I went through and we've been nominated, so everybody came and, and we, I, you'd won your award and then 
Bankhouse won most innovative business. So I think we were all pulled at the end, those four of us, and we're doing interviews. There was free drink at oh, Jameson's. I was swamping the wine because I was so nervous. I was so I was, to- I was kind of hammered, right? But I was also extremely emotional, right? Because we, it was only about a year and a half previous that I didn't even have the any money. Yeah. wasn't even like hadn't got anything at all. Like, and now we'd won now this award. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I knew what was in the pipeline for Bankhouse because we had just done a deal for South to go on to RTE and into cinemas, and all this stuff was happening. Um, and I got really, really emotional, you know. And the guy just came over and from the Irish Times and was like, you know, can we? Can I do a quick interview with you? And I yeah. was like, yeah, okay. And he's like, um, so do you want to just? Ta-? And I end up telling him everything, right? Yeah, yeah. About being on unemployment, all the stuff that I was like ashamed to say to yeah, anybody, yeah. right? And uh, one of my friends messaged me the next day and said, you didn't tell anybody that you were on unemployment or you were going through such a hard time. And it's now a massive spread in the Irish yeah. Times. And I was just like, for me, then I realized that was that sh- article the first got time shared. you were comfortable. Yeah, I got shared from our Facebook page over 10,000 times. And that was only we had only like a couple of hundred followers at the time. And that's whenever I realized, okay, all the crap stuff that I went through. Yeah, it's now my strength. Same you know? as me. Like, yeah. I mean, I've been holding back then for so yeah. many years of what you're yeah. not good at and what you're told you can't do and stuff like that yeah. to now be able to even see now lads that you're employing and stuff like that and them progressing on what they do and yeah, yeah, yeah it's great to be able to oh no it is brilliant and i think we do owe ice a lot like i always say it i said to them all the time I just, yeah catherine rang me yesterday and i'm doing a video for her she's like how much is that going to be and i was like it doesn't matter oh uh, <laughs> uh, you know but we we actually we do do a lot we do owe them a lot so just to go back on to so you've got the business now and i really want to show people that whenever they're coming out that they can open a business so how did you end up getting a lease or how could you afford it like what even just talk us through the practicalities of that um brother sister's dad probably helped me a lot uh, without my brothers and sisters uh lost like i mean yeah. even down to today when we're coming here today yeah I'm like at home last night going, guys, you have to help me out to word <laughs> something or like, yeah. I'm an idiot when it comes to things like this. I know, but it's, com- it's like a conversation and that's one thing that you probably just will have to get used to because last week you did say you were really, really nervous yeah. before you went up yeah, on stage yeah, yeah. and I thought it was, re- it was extremely inspirational. Yeah, just swallow it, there. like just swallow <laughs> it and just take a deep breath and go like, it's yeah. like, but I, I, I'm nervous about speaking because I don't say things right. Maybe that's where I'm nervous. That's that's normal. So how do you, how does someone then? So t- give someone the advice if you've just got a passion for cutting hair. Like, um, it's, what, what do you do? It's down to anything. I was talking to actually a girl that I was talking to on the day that we were doing the the chat. She's a makeup artist. So it's mm-hmm. it, it's down to anything. It's not just about barbering. It's not just about even mm-hmm. what you're into, filmmaking and stuff like that. It's. It, don't let people knock you believe in yourself like you have to believe in mm. yourself without that you're not going to be able to go any further because every mm. little there's so many knock, knockbacks that we get yeah you have to just get back up take it on the chain we're businessmen now mm. we have to keep rolling and one thing i learned in business time does not stand still you have mm. to keep going so there's yeah. no point in feeling sorry for yourself get back up no one else is going to bail you out let's go it's mm. air name it's air face so once you kind of have a passion for it you're driven. That's yeah. what I, they're the key things that I had when I was growing yeah. up. As we're saying, not educated and stuff like that. People yeah. are knocking you. Always had a drive. Always knew deep down somehow I was gonna get out of the funk that I was in, and mm. and there was too much inside me that still to this day, there. I'm. So I do. Do you think that that's inside everybody? I, it's not inside. Every, I don't think it's inside everyone. Who am I to say? But I don't think business. No, I mean like, I, I that I, passion I, I and drive. Of, yeah, 
I don't know if it's inside. There's people that take back burners and they're good at taking it. And it, if everyone was passionate and driven... The way, the way that I look at it as well is like if somebody is taking the back burner, they're very passionate about it, you know? Yeah. And that, that's the thing. Like I... I go well, out and I'm very passionate about bringing in like the website, but the guy who works on the website is very passionate yeah. about delivering them. So there's like two different elements. To yeah, it. I think that everybody does have like the ability. I think I think everybody does. Everyone does have the ability. Figuring sorry. out what it is. Yeah, like it's figuring out like you know you have to try different things and you have to see what's going on. To, yeah, you know to try. No, I do agree with that. Sorry, yeah. yeah. It's, uh, who am I to say that no one has passion or whatever? Yeah. Everyone does, but I it's just, not everybody knows what they're passionate yeah, about. Yeah, and maybe. They don't want to be passionate about anything. I don't want... Do you know them people yeah. that's... And that's not necessarily wrong. I mean, they they make up what we have yeah. as business people. They're yeah. the people that are, what you're saying, doing the website. Or just want to chill and I don't want to be in yeah. front of the camera. Or maybe I don't want to do this or I don't... Without yeah, yeah. them, we wouldn't be able to be oh, where no, we totally, are. That's it. Like, and I've said this from the start. Like, even whenever we're doing this mindset and marketing podcast, and whenever we're doing anything with the evolution of success or Bankhouse Media, you know, I'm very fortunate now that yeah. this full lighting crew, yeah. researcher, somebody who's producing the podcast, someone who's um, updating the website. You know, I don't do any of that stuff. Yeah. But and even whenever I sit down, but like that, that I'm not meant to. You know, we yeah. all are. This is the thing, and whenever. If you try to do everything yourself, it just ends up being a nightmare, yeah. you know, where now you're able to take the day off and come and do this. Delegate. I have great so, lads that work for me now. So tell us what it's like now today then. What, what is it? It's what still is? tough. It's still hard. Business is, I think, mm. who am I to say, but business for me, what I've been through, mm-hmm. every day is a new day. <laughs> every day is that you have to be turned on every day. There's people looking at you every day. Customers, we get yeah. new customers every day. Staff. Yeah. Staff is hires to keep them happy, to keep them motivated. They're great lads. I have great lads with me now, and I try to treat them the best I possibly can. I try yeah. to be the fairest because I hadn't had nice boss maybe bosses yeah. before, so I try to do the opposite. I don't see why you have to actually be a horrible person to be yeah. a boss. I know I probably... Have so, your moments. Some people say as well yeah. then, oh, you're going to let people walk all over you and stuff like that. I, I do try to give the benefit of the doubt as much as possible. So it, it comes to the point where you're like, right, okay, I can't do any more of this. Yeah. Well. But that, look, that just comes with like managing people and, and just working with working with different personalities, I find is like managing staff. Everybody's yeah. different. Everyone's different. And especially in the creative world, everybody's yeah. different. If someone's a producer, they're like, you know, very driven yeah. and direct and can be very forward and then if you're working some creatives they're, they're not so much so yeah it's it's kind of like you just have to it, it's all about working with people and people management and having a building relationship with them like i'd even get customers that maybe come through the door now and they'd be like your staff like you work them to work them to the bone you pay them or whatever and it's like it, that, <laughs> that to me just doesn't sit well it's like i I have young lads working for me now. I was young. Like, yeah. just do your work. It's all I ask for. Do yeah. your work. I'll look after you. You look after me. I know. When the, we close the, the door in the shop, go home, go yeah. have fun. Like, it's like, you don't have to be, I'm the one that's left to deal with the stress. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? They're, so what what is your current product range at the minute? So you you go seasonal and you go through. So Go what? seasonal. So we bring out new, we try bring out new things every now and again, new phones. You've, you've made that all sound very easy so we've, we've got the shop set up now so you've got a lease you've got it running how did then how do you go into production then of a, of a range because someone right now might have say six or seven thousand followers on instagram and they might yeah. think yeah i want to do that i can't afford to this is not for me how what is the steps that you even have to do to do that 
Um, it's hard. It's hard in okay. Dublin, Ireland as well. It's it's expensive. It's okay. then people say to you, why don't you go foreign and get them done foreign? Mm-hmm. I'm a, I'm a, a control freak. I want to see the product. Mm-hmm. I want to know who's doing it. I want to... Yeah. So I have too much control in things. I get them made in Dublin. Um, it's hard. It, but yeah. with the lads that I have working in the shop now, it frees me up a little bit of time that I'm able to yeah. use the creative kind of jeans that I have and have a bit of fun and stuff like that or whatever we have we do seasonal we do we try bring out like a summer kind of range and then a wintry kind of range which is more mm-hmm. kind of subtly kind of yeah but the summer range there's swimming pools on them or ice pops and stuff like that and it's a yeah, bit of yeah. crack and you're just you're ultimately you're having a bit of fun and that's all it is let's not take it too serious we're running yeah. a barbershop it, that's my key good haircuts are first it's a barbershop yeah. then the rest is just having a bit of crack it's a brand so we're building the brand our product range which i brought yeah, yeah. along today yeah. like we brought out Present. this these are the smaller little range sizes we brought but this is like a little travel pack that we launched mm-hmm. for summer brilliant so now you can bring this to the airport <laughs> and you don't oh, have yeah, to yeah, nail. you don't even have to so take it out of the bag. little bag with like our little logo or whatever on it and that's it we made them all then with sample size in it we do that's shampoo brilliant. conditioner there's the sea salt texture spray and then the little pucks of the gels or whatever. See, that, that's that's great. That is... Slick, like, smell yeah. some... The, I know that's probably a weird thing to do. Smell it. No, no. <laughs> yeah, some of the spray, good. the sea so salt how, spray... How, and the te- do, how do you go about then getting... In the UK, they're made. So it's okay. it's just a matter of getting onto company sampling, sampling, sampling. Yeah. Making sure, picking your what you like from... Your I feel like we've skimmed over so much here. We've went from being like, okay, you're in like, you're ad, an entrepreneur that is now literally just, you've made it sound so easy. No, it's not easy. And yeah. it's not, it's, it's... It is doable though. It's doable, but it's hard work. It's like, I don't have a life. <laughs> <laughs> I actually don't have a life. I'm sad, like, but... Well, I, this, is, this is your life. You yeah, know? I enjoy it. Yeah. Look, bank house and... All the projects I work on are my life. You know, I don't even drink anymore. You know, I feel sometimes I say I'm boring. But like I went to a wedding at the weekend and um, everybody was drinking probably to six in the morning. I was home. It was a long day and as it was, it was gone from 10 o'clock that morning. But I was home in bed at 12 o'clock. Loved it. And then I was up straight down the road back into the office and was working on Sunday. Yeah. And I, I loved it. You know, I, I love I love it. You know, and I wouldn't change anything now. But so. same as me. Like, customers come in to me and they're the weekend, they're hungover or whatever like that. And they're like, what you do the weekend? And I'm like, nothing, just chilled or worked yeah. out or whatever. Something that I didn't get time to do during the week. And they're like, do you ever go out? And it's like, no, I'm single. Like, I mean, my best friends are my brothers and sisters. We all yeah. hang out with each other and... So what so what inspired this then? How did that just come into your head? Were you like going through the airport and you thought this is annoying? Yeah, I'm I'm going through everywhere. I'll be walking out this building today and I'll be do- designing something there. <laughs> yeah, I I was going away one year. It was my first kind of holiday thing. We're going to the airport and we're up there and people are saying to me plastic bags. I only bring on hand luggage anyway. I'm not into that checking in, and I don't have plastic bags. So I get to the airport and now I'm holding up a queue and that's my pet peeve is people that do that. Yeah. So they were my little products that I was yeah. taking out and putting them into someone else's bag at the airport. Yeah. And I realized, let's try to do so you that. See, I can do you the see complete a package and then identify it and yeah, and know, it's the complete package now. Come into the shop, get your hair cut. Everything, yeah. That's the one thing. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're gonna try work on that. I did sample that, but we couldn't get one. It was like a yard brush, so I didn't want to yeah. do that. <laughs> but um, 
it's you can come into the shop get a it, haircut get your products and go straight to the airport it is it's brilliant yeah it is great i've often said that you'd have a bar you should someone should open a barber shop in the, in the airport and market it that they know it's there so yeah. someone can get in and it's make tough i think even. to get in and yeah. rent and stuff like that or whatever but we did them a lot of gear for some reason a lot of girls buy air products <laughs> and they love the sea salt for beachy hair and that kind of crap or whatever yeah, yeah. but we did it that the the bag now you can sell it it sells sorry i'm wrecking the place no worries but the bag now women come in and buy them without the products in it so they sell without it as well so they bring their makeup and stuff like that and it is great so what what's next then what is next (laughs) for a long time it's to be it was supposed to be open another shop it's just finding the right shop finding the right location utilizing the staff obviously the staff that i have then i'll be managers in the new shops and stuff like that or whatever so it's just what what do you think about the way things are going so that's bricks and mortar right so you're going yes. back into shop fits and things like that and then you're managing people you're managing time it's taking up more of your time like what do you think of the new digital age what do you think of digital products what do you think of like um selling like your clothes on on instagram for example and and bringing it to what is your opinion on that this whole era that we're going through right now um, I don't think it'll last forever. Okay. I don't know who am I to say. Mm. But Dublin, like, experience... I like to touch. I like to feel something. I like to... If I'm buying yeah. it, I like to... Yeah. I mean, there is... It's easy to, to mm-hmm. shop online and stuff like that or whatever. But it's also... There's still... We need them shops to go in that then we can go home and we shop online. We seem to do yeah. that a lot in... I think... Like, my opinion is I think shopping online is probably going to get bigger but where we move um where we shop is going to be different yeah. like instagram's got a shop now websites are now coming back much more people yeah. are using them a lot more for booking forms and for um e-commerce sites and woocommerce and purchasing straight through it but what do we do if everything goes online where what is the city then where, it's, it's the, it's how the do we create atmosphere i know it's the year i think and I, I think there has it has been changing i don't know i don't know what the answer is but I'm thinking the, the reason why I asked you that is like there's possibly an opportunity for you to grow your business yeah reach a bigger audience and also have more time for yourself you know a, a big audience so but I you, still want to have feet on the ground then as yeah. well so you can come in I like yeah. the option of both I don't think you should ever close shops yeah but I'm just saying instead of like opening a chain maybe going into maybe going back into your design stuff yeah I don't know is that something love that it's yeah. eventually what I would love to end up doing yeah but it's just it's a hard market in Dublin, everyone's at it. Every Tom, Dick and Harry that's cool on Instagram but thinks they can bring out a hoodie in it. I know, I suppose. So, but but if you've got like whenever you've got like a bit of an edge, you've you've got you are creative, like coming up with these different designs. It, yeah. it, I I recommend it would be something worth exploring for you, like because you've proven even with wristbands, swimmer, gymmer, you definitely, know, definitely, yeah. And what we're trying to do launch her like that's what the main goal was as well was to open the second hymn and launch a her then so we're going to try get into doing it open up a her open up a hairdresser's kind of mm-hmm. end of it and then we'll you'll have kind of more fun then in the merchandise with them as well and it is great and it's like how many so i think we're around the same for just under five years in business like a lot has happened a lot time. has happened yeah yeah good and bad staff have come gone burnt it no it's but that's business. You yeah. can't you can't cry about it. It's not a personal attack. It's so. What advice would you give to someone who is like just got their leaving cert results right now and they're not great? <laughs> I didn't even set the exam. Yeah. Well, again, like that education. I don't think it's going to define how successful you are in business. 
yeah. I think it's extremely important to have an education if you can. I'm not knocking education. I actually would have loved to be yeah. educated. It just it wasn't for me. But it's once you have that passion and you've drive, mm. you drive, you, you can you can embrace change. You're willing to. You need a thick skin. Yeah. I mean, it's 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 business is not for everyone. It, that yeah. doesn't mean it's bad. Yeah. It doesn't mean you're lesser of what I am because I own the business. Yeah, yeah. Without the people that work for me, I don't have a business. Course, so, yeah. not there, there can't we can't have too many chiefs without Indians. No, it's people just, just a, don't. It's it's a stressful. It's yeah, stressful. it's a lot of stress as you we both have. Yeah, admit, it's not we for everyone. Lives, yeah. But so they're just and anyone then, can do it. And then what if you're a barber now and you're literally watching this and you're like. I'm working for someone. I've been working for someone for four years. Yeah. I see exactly what they're doing wrong. How, what What's the advice to them for like opening up on their own, or what What do they need to think do about next? it? Like yeah. really think about it. It's not something that needs to be done overnight. There's mm. plenty of, of time to be doing it. You, it what you want to do it right. If you're gonna do it, do it right. Sit mm. down. As I was saying to you when we were having that um, the chat we had yes, yes. at the the business meeting. Uh, people who say to me do a business plan yeah and i'd go, i'd be like oh yeah i'll go do a business plan or whatever i turn around and go home and i'm like what is a business plan <laughs> like I'm, i was left scale well, i don't know what a business plan is so i kind of had to interpret into what i knew which was i made it into a mood board my business plan was a mood board so i'd visually put things all right this is what you need this is what you don't need this is and again week after week i'd add to it and i'd always try to fail on everything that i put up on the business plan just to see how i would get out from it yeah no, so I, think, I tried to fail yeah. on the business plan so that i could work out how i would fix the fails before i actually was faced with them i know i can't there's something I, new I, every day i do that day, a lot as well so whenever i'm going into a meeting i'm always thinking okay what could potentially could go wrong here yeah and then i have an answer yeah. for it. or like i look at all the stuff that could go wrong once i've got i deal with like my worst fear all the time yeah um one of my friends actually she was going into business and she she constantly is living in this fear and i said what what if that happened though i yeah. said what if that happened yeah it's not the end of the world how would you get out of it what would you do and she's like oh my god yeah right enough so i i'm the same as you where i sort of like look and say right okay what how, how could i possibly get out of this if yeah. i wanted to get my feet back on the ground yes. and on the right path you're gonna fail though and then so it's not bad to fail yeah <laughs> king of the phalum <laughs> it's just how you get back from a fail it's like you can lie down and take it or else get back up and keep yeah. going like and i i enjoy like i enjoyed starting in businesses that i did in companies working i was unpaid i was an intern love it i love starting from the ground up prove yeah. yourself that's key prove yourself don't, don't have an attitude or an ego we can all say we're great yeah but can we be great Brilliant. And then just oh, if we just go for like, what would be your top marketing tip um, without a budget? We talked about it there a lot, all your stuff. But yeah. Like, don't what? be annoying and don't try follow other people. Okay. Don't try follow other people. You're going to get caught out. Like, so it's like, just be original. Even if it, if some, you're always going to be slagged. There's always going to be people that don't like it. <laughs> You'll probably stand out more for being original. So okay. that's what it's about. Like in your head, just think like, your main objective is for people to, to take notice. So what can yeah. you do for them to take notice? That's in fitting, within fitting with the brand. So figure out what your main objective is and just focus on figure it. Figure out who you are, what your brand is, what your, what your 
end goal is or where you see yourself going what mm-hmm. you want to do like and and then go for that like start crawl before you walk yeah setting goals is something that I, I i focus on do you think this stuff was like in you like um instinctually like do you think it was him i if i look back yeah it's i seem to have been like that way i'm controlling and i'm ocd and i'm I know, I know where I'm going, type of thing. I no, I'm not. I don't know where I'm going. I know what where I want to <laughs> go. It's just getting there hasn't always been 100. Like I've, I've fell a lot of the times, but I'll get back up. <laughs> I'll take a good beat, like yeah. But I enjoy it, and it's fun. It's it needs to be fun as well. I mean, yeah. come on, we're like I'm not curing that, and I'm just having fun, like so. There you go. I think that is actually a really good place to leave it, to leave sort of there's one thing else you sort of want to cover. No, it's just yeah. at the end of the day, like we're both having fun. Look at the two of us. Yeah. We're, we're doing stuff yeah. that we love. Yeah. And again, you see what you're saying, young lads looking and stuff like mm. that, or even girls and the way we were talking to them people and they're looking at you and they're saying, but, but you had this opportunity, but, but what about like, there's loads of other barbershops that yeah. are more successful, say, than me, or that maybe frightened me at the start or stuff like that. But I don't get jealous. I'm not a jealous person. Yeah. There is room for everyone. <clears throat> I actually had um, a bit of advice. I went out for dinner with a, a producer in LA um, back in 2013, whenever I was still sort of acting. And he'd actually said to me at the time, have you ever thought about being a producer? I think it, you might be suited to it because yeah. you're quite personable and I think it, you might be. But he actually said to, uh, said to me, look, you will get the opportunity to be a producer. And he said, um, everybody that comes to LA gets their opportunity to to do it. He said, but just the majority of them don't take it. And he said, like, people will say, left LA and they'll say, oh, it didn't work out for me. It didn't work out because you didn't take the opportunity. Every single person gets the opportunity. You could have went to that audition or you could have went to meet with a friend or you could, you just have said, no, I'm not going to do that. Sure, why would they pick me? You know, and I think that that is one thing that, the two things one things aren't happening to you they're happening for you yeah that's something that i keep banging on about yeah and the other thing is um you do get the opportunity so you just make sure you take them yeah it's just taking them when they yeah. present themselves and not like i mean again there's there's other barbershops that are probably doing better than me yeah. i don't cry about it i don't want to be them yeah. they're doing brilliant at what they do i don't hate them there's plenty of heads to go around i'm doing my own thing it's one thing your hair keeps growing <laughs> yeah i'm doing my own thing i'm enjoying it yeah. And, that's and what, all. what about what if someone wants to like either buy your products, buy your clothes, or even come in and maybe intern or come yeah. in and be do no trial or anything like that? Is that is that something that you're open to? Yeah, I'm always open to new things. I'm always open yeah. to change. I'm always open to yeah. It's it what makes it go around. What's it's what's keep us going for the last five years? Trying okay. new things, being okay. open. We're in a community. Mm-hmm. in Glasnevin love it I don't like the kind of hustle bustle of town or whatever I yeah. love that we're in a community we get the DCU and the the GAA lads it's brilliant um, so you're branding him right yes. so the name how did that come about or why did why do you call why do you think that was important simple clean I wanted to keep it I wanted to that I can even from the the get go I can move to a different location without being Mm-hmm. tagged with the area that I'm in that I originally opened I wanted to be able to put the name on clothing on phone covers that was a vision in my head from day one really? so I didn't really want to call it Robbie's Barbers because it wouldn't look good in a t-shirt yeah, or yeah, yeah. so in my head was I was building a barbershop and a brand it was always important to yeah. me so to keep it simple keep it clean 
it's I, whenever I was looking at names, um, <clears throat> whenever I left Inner City Enterprise, Shane said to me, you know, I said, what do I, what do I need to do? And he said, no, I've got it under control. Everything's sweet. All you need to do now is pick a name. Yeah. So I was thinking, oh my God, what am I going to call this? So I was looking at Matthew Toman Productions and yeah. then I thought, if I want to sell the company at any point or want to exit, yeah. how can that happen? Um, whenever it's my name. And I was walking all the way over. I was living on Thomas Street at the time and I was going into my building and the building was called Bank House. And I thought, Bank House, Bank House Productions, Bank House. And then I was like, do you want to know what? I'm going to call it Bank House. And it was two words. So I put Bank yeah. House together as one word. Yeah. Um, so it's easy for finding Google and stuff like that. And then I ended up, so that was my, and I, that, that apartment meant so much to me. Um, Valerie O'Connor, who let me stay there for 400 quid a month. Um, me and Valerie were actually talking about it. That we, we both were at the hardest parts of our lives at that point. Yeah. Well, she wasn't. She, we were nervous breakdown all over the place. We laugh about it. I was going through a tough time. She was, you know, finding her feet, just got a new apartment. She's now um, with her partner and got two beautiful children and living in the most gorgeous house in Wicklow. So her life went, the goals that we had set at that time, it's lovely for me to see that happen yeah, in her yeah. life. And also, you know, it, what's happening with Bankhouse, it, she sold that apartment, but Bankhouse essentially lives on through the company. Yeah. But I think the name and stuff is really important. And thinking about things like not calling it your name. Yeah. Is like I th- I I agree. You know. It's for some people. It yeah. W- it wasn't for me. It needed to be. Yeah. Clean, simple, and even from like day one, as sad as it is, like I used to be sitting there thinking before it even had come to me having a shop. When I got the name like him. I'd be like thinking like eventually we're going to open a her and I had like the little slogan or whatever that was going to like behind every grey yeah, yeah. him there was going to be a her like I wanted to open them back to back like you know that kind of way and work them that way like I'm always if you go through my phone there's about 10 or 20 names up different brands it's it's good though it, it, look I mean it's just now that's why I'm saying to you because like whenever your feet on the ground and you're like trading time I think that you've I think you've got much more like to give and I think by going more maybe digital and having products online selling and being able to build brands and grow brands it might be a next good step yeah you know? and there, and that's what annoys me as well is like you're saying to me there's there's oh, I think you've more to give or whatever, but there's so many people like me that are yeah. shunned and are that's afraid what, yeah. because of what they've been told and that's my main goal is it yeah. doesn't define like it's yeah if I can do it anyone can do it well thank you very much that's a good place to sort of leave it so uh, thanks very much Robert for coming in Brilliant. I really thank appreciate you. it yeah. thank you and um, I look forward to using your products trying them anyway thank yeah, you that's great much.